overflow or not to overflow? That is the question. Is it not considered baltashchis to overflow the cup for Kiddush and Abdullah? There are ten things brought in the Gemara, Maseches Brachis, regarding what is a koishel bracha, a cup that you make a blessing on, what does it have to have? One of the conditions that it has to have, besides being clean and complete and dried up, is the concept called mole. It has to be full. And some poskim understand from this that mole means full, but not overflowing. And some, some take the word flow literally, that it has to actually overflow. In fact, the only source that we find in halacha for overflowing the wine is brought down by Maimir Chazal, Kol Yain Shein Yain Nishpach Besoich Beisei Kemayim Einoi Bichlal Simon Brocho, meaning a house that the wine doesn't pour, just like water is not within the blessing. The Ramah understands that this is regarding only Havdalah. And even then, there are some that explain it doesn't mean literally pouring all around like water. It means just like water. You don't mind that it pours and it spills. That's the way that you should have a big amount of blessings and a big amount of wine that it should be pouring at least like water. However, the Ramah does say that the Minog Yisrael is that Havdalah cup should really be flowing because of the wish and the will that we have that the brachas should rest upon us in the beginning of the week after Shabbos ends, that we should have many, many brachas just like the wine that's overflowing from the cup. There are some paskim, even though there are more writers, that say that there is a problem of Baltashchis, even by Havdalah. The old Minag Yisrael, and that is the, min, the way the Chabad does it, is that every time we fill up a cup for a bracha, it could be for benching, it could be for kiddush, we try to make it overflow a little bit, a little bit to show the blessing, not just by Avdallah, but every time that we make a blessing, we make a bracha, we try to get it to overflow. The Rebbe once explained that being that we put under the cup, we always have a plate that's not called baltashchis, it's not called bizarre, it's not called disrespect for the wine or for the drink, because being that there's a plate under it, it contains it, it holds it, and it doesn't pour in a disrespectful way. The Rebbe says another thing, it is not called lavatala, it's not called for no reason at all, because being that you pour a little bit of it for a sign of a bracha, that is the reason. The reason is to show that I want to have a bracha, and just like it's brought in other places that they used to in front of the chasen kala, they used to throw nuts, and they used to throw rice, and they used to pour wine to show that they should be uh, a lot by their, uh, by their life. They should have many, many blessings. So as Rebbe, being that this is for the sake of blessings, it's not called levatola, it's not called a disrespectful bizoyin, and it's for the sake of a bracha. A very interesting idea is brought down in Kabbalah, that when somebody takes the cup of wine, and there's a drop that overflows, a little bit that overflows, it represents as follows. Yayin, the numerical value of Yayin, is 70. Yud, Yud, and Nun is 70. 70 represents the 70 nations which are surrounding the Jewish people. We know the Jewish people is like 
one lamb surrounded by 70 wolves, shivim umais oilam, and when there's a little bit of wine that pours, a little bit of yayin that pours out of the kris shobracha, it's giving a little bit of a yeniko, a little bit of uh, ability for the Umar Salem to have their physical needs that they need to have and to leave us with the complete blessings of Hashem whenever we bless Hashem on a cup of wine.